Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. Put down $5 on any of these NBA playoff games and you get $150 free plays. Either way, that's simple, that easy. Now, joined by Hero, best-selling author, ATF. Uh, let's see here. Saguaro Cougar alum. Saguaro Cougar, great. Uh, U of A, great. Jay Dobbins, how you doing, my man? Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me again. Welcome to your audience. Yeah. All right. Well, first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about that TV sweater you got right there. That's a pretty snazzy looking thing you got. Trying to promote uh, my boys. I'm the head football coach at Tangiverde High School in Tucson. So whenever I get a chance to wave the flag, I'll take it. You've got to like it this year because it feels like, and I, again, I get that COVID is still a thing for sure. So I'm not minimizing that, but this feels like this feels like this is going to be an easier year for you guys to be able to traverse than it was last year where, you know, one game, who knows what's going to happen. This that's got to feel, that's kind of feel kind of good. Yeah. You know, my first year uh, was the COVID season. We only had three games and we are brand new staff and getting to know our kids. Then last year uh, it was still lingering. You know, we had limited capacity at games and things like that. And, and uh, we lost the game. Uh, actually two games. We had teams drop out on us because of COVID. We had to drop a game because of COVID. So hopefully, man, we can just move forward this year and everybody can play and get all their games in and stay healthy. I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Arizona approach, um, about kind of the three, four-year plan. But tell me about when you uh, when you stepped in here, obviously going into year three now, what did you have kind of a, here's what I want to do year one, year two, year three, what was the Jay Dobbins timeline for that? Yeah, you know what? I, like, I've never looked at uh, my role here as like a super long-term approach. 
Uh, when we got here, uh, when I say we, I'm talking about the kids were new. The staff was new. I'm in third place there in, in the hierarchy of what we do. Right. Um, you know, the kids were 0 and 19 when we arrived. And mm -hmm. so it was beyond uh, teaching football. It was beyond teaching blocking and tackling. It was trying to convince them that they were uh, capable of winning and succeeding. Right. Talk a little bit about your coaching staff, because obviously your name, uh, your name's right at the forefront. But at the same time, you've got a pretty nice group around you. I do. I've, you know what, I've got a bunch of uh, U of A guys with me. Um, you know, David Adams is on my staff. Van Brandon's on my staff. Uh, Scooter Sprott is on my staff. Chris Lopez. Um, I got some other guys. And so there's a Arizona Wildcat connection to Tangaverde High School football, mm -hmm. definitely. Okay. So now going into this season, then um, what, uh, what do you what do you try to instill from your life experiences with your players? Obviously, because you know, I mean, they they know who you are. You've got a unique story right there. Besides playing, what what is your goal each day with your players, with your kids? Uh, just toughness and resiliency that that will get you through a lot. You know, mm -hmm. not everything's going to go your way. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have frustrations. Just keep pushing through and and uh, and do it a little bit recklessly. There's right. nothing wrong with living life with a little bit of recklessness. Uh, and it, that that solves problems at times. I feel, too, that I think a lot of kids, too, people forget at some point that it's also a game, that you're supposed to be having fun out here. So many times I'll see kids and I'll have a parent, kid's parent saying, well, you know, they're worried they're not getting recruiting letters and they're a sophomore in high school. It's like, just enjoy it. And you know what? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If not, enjoy these years because you never get them back, Jay. You know what I like? I tell my kids that I'm not sure I can coach you well enough to get you that D1 offer. And I'm not sure I can coach you bad enough to prevent you from getting that D1 offer. Let's just do our best. Let's work as hard as we can. And let's have some fun in the process and just see how it shakes. Right. It, for sure. And I mean, it's one of those things, just have, just have fun and we'll see how it shakes out. Because like you said too, Whenever I, whenever a parent will ask me, they're like, you know, do you think my kids D1? Generally D1 kids, you just kind of, you just kind of know it. I didn't need to tell Kadeem Carey that he was a division one football player or, you know, Bijan Robinson. It's just inherent. Well, you know, if, if that's the question you're asking yourself, if you're a parent asking you're that, you, yourself that question. And so from here in Tucson, here's my advice. Go down to the U of A and watch uh, the Arizona Wildcats practice mm -hmm. and then pick your position but don't look on your position side of the ball. If you're an offensive kid, don't go watch Arizona's offense practice. Right. Go watch their defense practice and look at the kids that are running the scout team offense. Look at the kids that are holding the bags for the first team defense. Are you that big? Are you that fast? Are you that talented? Because right. if you are, maybe there's a spot for you. But that's, those are the kids that are trying to make their way to the other side of the field where they're right. actually going to make a contribution exactly. and, and not be, for lack of better terms and not trying to be insulting, practice fodder, man. Exactly. Now, you mentioned U of A. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, we've had a lot of alums on here. And the one thing that they – this is an invigorated football fan base right here, Jay, and that we're now in year two with Jed Fish. And I believe it was um, uh, Chester Burnett I had on a couple months ago. And um, he was saying, he said, you know, a lot of people come in and they say stuff the first couple months, the first, you know, two, three months. He said, but he's been in more contact with us 
than, you know, than he was when he first got here. Jed Fish is a guy that seems to get it, that you know what, it's not just a fleeting moment. Building these relationships with recruits, with alums, with fans, that's a day-in, day-out thing that I think, you know, that he's doing things the right way. You know, Mikey, but that formula works like well beyond sports teams. Mm -hmm. It works uh, in big business, in small business. If you're trying to run a family, if you're trying to maintain quality relationship with someone, it's communication. Right. You know, like like uh, identifying whatever your mission or your goal or your objective is, then communicating it like openly, honestly, transparently when you do that. You're able to build trust. You're able to build two-way trust. Mm-hmm. And then when all those things come together, you can solve problems. Right. And that's the highest achievers in life, no matter what profession they're in, are problem solvers. Right. We're constantly confronted from business to families to relationships to a high school football coach. You're constantly confronted with problems. So how do you solve them and who do you solve them with? Right. What, is, what does leadership mean to you? When Jay Dobbins thinks the term leadership, what is what is what comes to mind? You know, there are so many aspects and elements to it, um, and and some people have all of them. Some people have one of them. Um, what what you say is a way of leading. What you do, how you act, how you treat your teammates, how you treat other people. Um, it's not always scoring touchdowns or making tackles, um, and that can be a part of it. Right. But there's so many elements to being a great leader and you don't have to be the star of the team or you don't have to be the most vocal member of the team. You don't have to be the cheerleader, the rah-rah guy. You can lead in all different ways. Um, and so like find your way, find your path and then lead. Everyone that we've had on that uh, that played with you or knows you would always talk about, you know, that Jay had a very, when he played football, that Jay just had a, a presence about him. And again, you're a modest dude, so I know you're not. But when you were playing football, what were the most important aspects to you on the field, what you were trying to convey out there? Because I wanted, I wanted to ask you that question. You know, it's, it's, it's super simple for me. When you're not very big mm-hmm. and when you're not very fast and when you're not super talented, and if you want to play, you better play reckless. Right. And that's, that's how I tried to play. I just tried to play reckless. Right. Um, And I think that's, you know, I think people appreciate that. Like you're getting the most out of whatever God has given you trying to push the envelope on that and just play recklessly. Don't play cautiously. Don't play safe. Because if you're going to play safe, that guy who's bigger, stronger, faster than you is going to take your spot. Right. Now, when you were, and I figured out that I would ask this, when you were uh, coming out of Swarrow, very highly rated kid, um, obviously come back to Arizona. What were you looking for initially when you were looking for, you know, that ideal school? What did you, what did you want from a coaching, from a playing perspective? You know, I, I realized that um, my skill set was not one that was going to translate easily to the next level, to, right. prof- to a professional level. So I'm so like, look, if I'm going to be here four years or five years, like I want this to be fun. Right. I want it to be enjoyable. Um, like I wasn't a guy who was going to come out of college and then, uh, be a millionaire playing professional football. So right. if it had a, a, a limited time frame, if it had a, my, if my career had a limited lifespan and it was going to be relatively short in the grand scheme of things, man, I sure as heck was going to make it fun. 
How did you keep yourself grounded on that? Because again, you're taking recruiting visits to Notre Dame, to uh, Nebraska, Arkansas. I mean, Jay, you you weren't you weren't a fringe recruit. You could have gone almost anywhere you wanted. So how did you? How were you already planning for that next step? Even though you've got the best schools in the nation knocking down your door. Well, you know what? I, I got a lot of publicity in high school, um, and I tell people all the time with with uh, not false humility. I was a very good high school player. I was a good college player and I was a terrible pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that, that's just the fact of it. So right. um, when I was playing in college, I just wanted to be the best that Jay Dobbins could be. I was right. surrounded by people that were more talented me and better football players than me. And I used them and I used their uh, performances and practicing with them and playing against them as my challenge to just see how good I could be like, Hey Jay, can you keep up with these guys? Right. Like, do you deserve to be on the field with these guys? Right. What's your opinion so far of, and again, we're a year, about a year in, but what's your opinion so far of, you know, coach fish and just everything that he's done with the program? Well, you know, he's the model for enthusiasm. A lot of the things he does and says, like, like I try to replicate those things because I believe in him. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's done a great job of building his staff, his staff, uh, in today's world, I mean, the dude's smart. His staff has connections all over the place into the NFL. Right. And all these kids want to get to the league and they want to get there as quick as they can. Right. And so when you can sell a kid that, hey, m- like my staff knows people all over the league. Right. And, you know, we talk to people. Um, that's pretty intriguing. And then what do you do? You land the number one uh, recruiting class in the conference. And that's not by accident. That's by design. Right. Now, how do you, you know, being through the recruiting world, you know, when you get a kid that's, you know, fairly well recruited, do you, do you basically say, you know what, if you need any advice, come to me? How does that work? I've always wondered how that works with a high school coach as opposed to, the, uh, you know, to the prospect being that you've been through the rigors before. You know, it's such a personal decision. So like whoever that young man is, mm-hmm. um, I try to guide them more towards mistakes that I made than successes I had. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to do it all over again and I was talking to my 17-year-old self, these mm-hmm. are the things I would think about when making this decision. Then they make the decision with their parents. Their parents are huge influence, hopefully, in their lives. Right. And so I, like, I, I try to uh, give guidance when asked, give mm-hmm. advice if I think it's appropriate. Um, I would love to steer kids to the University of Arizona. I want my team to be great. I want my team, the U of A Wildcats, to have local kids on the roster. Right. But, but man, that's that's such a personal and individual decision. Um, as long as they're going in the right path and in the right direction, and and basing that decision on on good information, then I just try to support it. Right. All right, Jay, before we let you sign off, tell us what the next couple months look for you before you got high school football coming up. Oh, I know you're going to well, be working you know, on stuff. Yeah. You know what? We, uh, we started our, our winter program January 4th and mm-hmm. we have, uh, worked out nonstop since then. We've got spring football coming up here. Um, spring football moves into competition season in June where we do seven on sevens in big man competitions. We take off for the 4th of July. We go into our pre-camp and smash out the rest of summer. And then August one, like we're in fall camp. Uh, two weeks later, we're in game week. And our first week, our first game is August 26th. So it's, it, it, it comes real fast. 
Jay, I can't thank you enough for coming on, my man. I always appreciate picking your brain a little bit, dude. Mikey, much love, man. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Jay Dobbins there right now. Appreciate you, my man. All right. And again, always talk about it, but that's what's fun being able to have people like Jay Dobbins on the uh, AZ Wildcats podcast. He's obviously a guy that certainly gets it. Been around, obviously. Saguaro Cougar, great. Sean Seeley all in there. You know, it's a Saguaro thing right there. So always fun having uh, always fun having Jay on. All right. Also, what's fun, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Jacob Franklin's watching there, seeing what I'm going to say. I'm going PHNX right there. All right. Here's the deal. Put down $5 on these games, the NBA playoff games. And guess what? You don't even need to win. You get $150 either way. It's that simple. It's that easy. Make it happen. DraftKings Sportsbook app right there. Code word PHNX. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you all taken care of right there. And uh, basically everything you need, this is the time that you want to be hopping on right now. Okay. Now we got some big breaking news here that occurred this morning about 7 o'clock. Christian Coloco has declared for the NBA draft. This to me is a little, this is, this is a chance that Christian Coloco has taken on himself right here. He's a guy that, you know, he's probably a fringe first round pick. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, Ben Matherin left, uh, you know, what's the difference? Well, there's, there's a big difference here in that Ben Matherin is going to be a top 10 pick. The second that he signs that contract, he is going to he's going to be a millionaire. He's going to start making generational money right there. Christian Coloco is not quite in that group. Christian Coloco is, by any account you look at it, the late first and early second round pick. But if you get into that second round right there, nothing is guaranteed. And I think that's a little bit of the rub. I think that's where you're a little bit concerned if you are an Arizona fan. Personally, and again, this is me. And like Jay Dobbins said, you know, things like these, these are very, very personal decisions right here. I would have probably advised Coloco to come back. And I got an article that's going to be coming up here uh, very shortly on uh, PHNX. But when you look at the NBA, there's two different kinds of big men generally outside of your Embiid's, outside of your uh, Nikola Jokic's, guys like that. There's the guy who is the rim runner who essentially get, runs the court catches alley-oops, catches dunks, uh, offensive rebound, putbacks, all of that. Christian Coloco is never going to really be that guy. Again, he's got a lot of really good qualities to him, but he's just never really going to be that player. And the reason why is because he's just not – and, Sean, I would love for you to be right there because, again, everybody's rooting for him, and you could certainly be right, my man. I think with Coloco – there's two things that are going to hold him back a little bit as far as being that rim runner. And then we'll get to how he could possibly talk, you know, work on his game, but he doesn't have the hands. The hands got much better, but he's never going to be able to be a guy that is going to be able to dunk in traffic. That's going to be able to, um, you know, catch an alley-oop with a six foot 10 guy right in his face. That's it's just not really his game. And he's going to have a difficult time finishing around guys that are his size. He's uh uh, there's there's some issues there. Where I do think that he could be impactful is as a three-point shooter. That's the other way. If you're a big man that you get into the NBA, that this is a different era right now. This isn't your New York Knicks, your Patrick Ewing uh, type time where everybody is um, you know, basically plotting down low. This is a different era where spacing and everything is meant. 
And if he could become that three-point shooter, which I think he can, um, we've seen it in the offseason. I've seen it in workouts where he can make five, six, seven threes in a row, and they're not the fluky kind. They look good when they leave his hand. I think if he came back and he shot a couple threes a game, I think it really improves his uh, uh, his stock. He's only 21. So, again, I think that he would have had an opportunity to maybe put himself solidly in that mid-first round. Sean Seeley's probably right. I think when they, you know, when he's, uh, you know, when he's measured and poked and all that stuff and they find out that he's really 7-1 and that he can move in the manner in which he can, that will probably be something that's going to be really enticing for people in the NBA. But I do think that he would have the capability of being even more uh, – even more uh, impactful, I guess, for lack of a better term, in that layer. So again, we're going to talk about that, what that means a little bit for the team. But first, though, let's talk to you a little bit about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is fantastic. Here's what you want to do. You, Everybody's worried about getting stronger, but you know what? I can't get rid of the gut. Or, you know, I just don't feel quite as healthy as I should. Athletic Greens is where you would go to get all of that. It supports a better sleep quality and recovery. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, 7,000. And it costs you less than $3 a day. Plus, is there really any price in being able to invest in your health? To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash sons again. The, that is Athletic Greens forward slash Suns to take ownership over your health and to uh, pick up the ultimate daily nutritional uh, things that you need. Athletic Greens, check it out. All right, Sean's asking, Mike, what's your starting lineup as of now? Now, there's going to be some guys on this basketball team that are not on the team right now that will probably be starting. That's a hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, but right now, the players that 100% will start. Kirk Carissa is going to start at the point guard position. Now they might bring in somebody to supplement him, but Kirk Carissa is definitely going to start. Uh, Dalen Terry, certainly going to start. Then it becomes a little bit interesting because, oh, and Azulis Tabellis, duh, he's going to start. But after that, it becomes a little interesting. Everybody loves Umar Ballo. I love Umar Ballo. Umar Ballo is absolutely probably my favorite player on the team. But you might have somebody coming in that might be even better than Umar at that point. Umar is going to play. And then Pella Larson. I would imagine that Arizona is going to look for a scorer on the wing, somebody that can really, uh, you know, get theirs, for lack of a better term. And I would think that uh, Pella Larson probably is going to be a 25-minute-per-game guy. Not sure if he's going to be a starter, but he could be in that realm. I wouldn't be surprised at all by that one. Pella Larson, though, certainly going to get a lot. But right now you got three spots that are spoken for. you got Kerr Carissa. You've got – Azulis Tabellas, and you've got Dalen Terry. Those those guys are all going to start. Maybe some other guys kind of wiggle in and out of there from time to time. Now, let's talk about what this means, though, for this Arizona basketball team. And again, hop on, DraftKings Sportsbook, code word PHNX. NBA playoffs are here. Put down five bucks on these games, and you get $150 in free plays. But again, you got to be a new customer. A lot of great games on, and Makes it even more enjoyable when you're watching the game, making some money. New York, or excuse me, the New Jersey Nets game yesterday. If you weren't watching that, what are you doing? Hop on the Suns as well. By the way, you should be at gophnx.com. This is the best time to be on there. The Sun, they have got killer coverage with the Suns. The Diamondbacks are in full gear. Obviously, you got the Coyotes being locked down. You got the Sun Devils. You got the Diamondbacks, like I said. 
Cardinals, everything's here. Check out gophnx.com and you get a couple free little, you get something cool too if you get that membership. All right. I think right now Arizona is going to be probably a top preseason top 15 team. Tomorrow or the next day, we're going to start going through some of the names that might be on the roster that maybe people don't know about. And so I'll be back tomorrow. We've got a recruit coming on. we got Brad coming on. And uh, hopefully later in the week, we're going to have uh, Dave Heakey and uh, maybe somebody that's close to him as well. But again, Jay Dobbins, can't thank you enough. Uh, everybody hopping on here, Sean, you're the man. This will be up here shortly, and we will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.